Shout out to our awesome sponsors, El Couture, the female-founded, female-run athleisure brand that we are obsessed with. Obsessed. Obsessed. (laughs) I got today, actually, the Untamed collection. I am one of those girls that only wears black gym wear and generally just black all in my wardrobe. And I got the lace bra and the matching leggings, and they are so comfortable. And I would say that for the bra, I have really big boobs, and I just thought, you know, I really struggle with sports bras that my tits constantly like flop out of them I don't feel secure and honestly I just think that this bra is perfect because it's high neck and it is super supportive so really really recommend it love it and I am delighted to report that we are offering a 20% discount that I will be availing of this evening Fiona because I love their collection so if you use the code lovebites20 it's applicable on full price items only this can be used online and in store so there's two stores in Dubai one on Alwassel Road and one at the beach they also ship globally if you're buying from outside of Dubai then you get free express global shipping with all taxes being covered by El Couture which is brilliant news thank you so much El Couture The following podcast contains strong language and explicit content. And if that offends you, then I suggest you switch this off. This is a Podcast Now production. Sent me this link, um, it's on Love Honey, to this basically female Viagra. It's called Vishagra. (laughs) Vishagra. Vishagra. And it's basically... love bites a podcast about all the things you were told you couldn't talk about like apparently if you have a lot of sex it increases the antibodies and bolsters the infection fighting antibodies so it helps with things like colds does Uh, it help with covid well i thought well a common cold and like the flu is a type of coronavirus so how interesting i read this fact today i've actually it's um i was reading like facts about sex um, for our topic today and I came across this article that's given like quite a lot of interesting facts and that was one of their facts which is sex can bolster that makes sense though right because people that have more sex generally tend to be a lot healthier both mentally and physically um, because of the releasing of endorphins and that would actually lend itself pretty well to bolstering immunity so if you're worried about catching COVID go out and get your hole we're also not an NHS authority people so yeah. you know don't, don't rely on us entirely for, for your medical <laughs> advice and that's awesome I didn't know that it's not such but a great it does fact. make sense it does that is actually something that would um, you know potentially help me bolster the horn I mean maybe this is why I haven't got COVID because of a big old hoe <laughs> As always, we love to hear from your dear friends and listeners. We value and appreciate you. Let us know if there's anything that we can help with, if there's anything you want to discuss, share your dating woes, share your dating crack. Um, email us at info at lovebites podcast or drop us a DM on Instagram. Whatever's easier for you. We're easy people. We're all good. Crazy. How are you, chick? Oh, I'm really good. I've got something really exciting to tell you, but I feel like it's insensitive considering <laughs> your tears but, last Because week. my clitoris has fallen off and apparently is seemingly <laughs> redundant. My clitoris is now an inverted nipple. Good times. <laughs> tell me, tell me all about the horn. 
Hopefully that oh, can well. transgress. Okay, well, I'll, I told my friend and she was like, I'm, I sent her voice note about it on the train when she was on the train and she was like, oh my God, I just got wet <laughs> listening to your voice note. Oh my God, pray so, tell, Fiona. Okay, so basically I went on a date on whatever it was and um, with a guy, I'm at, so this is obviously I'm back on Hinge now and mm-hmm. uh, I went on a date with this guy and he was super sexy looking anyway and i was is this the guy that i said would ruin your life yeah he looks a bit like that Uh, so he's hot he's got like really good hair he's kind of a hipster bad boy looking extremely attractive and i just felt like he was the type of man that would ruin your life just putting that out there yeah but okay just to paint the picture for our listener let's paint the picture because i'll go i'll tell you about it so met him and he was the exact opposite of what I thought he was going to be. Yeah, he's a little hipster, but he actually has a norm. Like he's, we're going to just call him the photographer because I think it's just the easiest way to describe him. The photographer. So he's a photographer, but it's actually his, just his hobby. He's actually got like a really good real job. And I was like, what? I'm so confused. I'm so confused. And then we like had like the best, like most interesting chat basically was like the best date because he owns a business I own a business so we had a lot in common and we'd be like had, I feel like we had a lot in common and all this stuff anyway it was like a really great date and then it got to about um 10 30 we were on his like we were at his house at this stage and we were he has like a little rooftop and fuck I hope he doesn't listen to this he said he didn't mind if we I spoke about it so whatever and so and it got to about like 10 o'clock and it was kind of getting late. And I was like, I, you know, when you're like, you're on a date and you're having a really great time, but you, there's no, it wasn't very flirty. It was just like, cause we were having such interesting conversation. There was no room to like be flirty. I don't know. It was. And so I was like, fuck, I, I didn't know whether he was like attracted to me or not. Cause it's very difficult to gauge because you just don't know. So I went to the loo and when I, when I was in the loo, I messaged my friends being like, I don't know whether he's attracted to me. Like, I'm not sure. Anyway, so I was like, do you know what? Fuck it. At this point, I'd had like three drinks, okay? So I was kind of like, not, I was like a bit buzzed, but not like drunk at all. I went, I got, I went back up and I just like kissed him. And honestly, it was like, I don't know what happened. It was like the hottest kiss ever. It was so sexy and like i don't know it was like it was crazy like it was so crazy and then and then we like stopped and i was like i'm not having sex with him i'm not going to have sex with him and then we just sat there and i was like i just i asked him because obviously we have this podcast like i i i'm i'm also interested to see i basically asked him what he liked in bed and it was honestly take my advice on this listeners it was the best aphrodisiac i have ever used literally he told me in detail what he liked and then he asked me and I told him and honestly the sexual tension was crazy it was crazy we literally like we were having this like in like basically sex talk about what we liked and then it just we just couldn't not do it anymore and we just started having sex on his balcony fucking hell I am engrossed and then Honestly, he has like an amazing penis as well. It was like the perfect size. And then we went to his bedroom and we literally had like the most, 
I haven't had sex like that in a really, really long time. I actually don't think I've ever had sex like that. And I don't know what it was. I don't know what it was. It was so like, it was so good. It was so good. And I was like a porn star. I literally was like, I felt like I was in a porn film. Fiona, that is such good news. And I'm not jealous at all. Like this is actually a little bit of fuel to my fire, so to speak. Okay, good. That is awesome. I love that. And awesome. it was and so, since then? Well, we also, I uh, used your trick and I put my finger up his ass. And he was he open to it? it? Yeah, so he loved it. So I would be interesting, did, 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 interested, did you broach that beforehand? Did you kind of, did he mention that he liked no. to finger up the butt? Or is that, did you just slip a digit in nonchalantly? No, I, <clears throat> I was giving him a blowjob and I noticed, it was like unintentional, but I noticed that my like hand was there. I also used all the tips that we gave in our previous episode about blowjobs so i really recommend actually taking forth our advice because it was a really good advice um so i made him sit at the edge of the bed i like was doing all the things didn't neglect the balls and then i was like do you know what i'm just gonna see so i put my hand there and like he didn't bat it away so i was like Mm -hmm. fuck it and i just did it i did it twice so set the scene was it one finger? Was it a massage of the asshole? Did you I, insert? Did you ins- lube up beforehand? I didn't lube up. I'm assuming it was quite a wet area anyways. I'm sure it was yeah, like a I little mean, bit Yeah, I mean, I remember, actually, no, I remember, like, licking my finger because I was like, do you know what? I can't just, like, dry put it up there because I know I wouldn't want someone to dry put it up my ass. So mm-hmm. I, like, sucked my finger and then I put it up there. And then I think, and then the first time I just, like, put it up there and see saw what happened and, like, it was all good. Literally came in, like, second and then the second time i like moved my finger a bit like the come hither motion yeah i did the uh, that's, the, that's the piece of advice that i've given and it's never let me down yeah, obviously great. don't go like straight in no kissing fisting action because that's rude unless they ask for it in which case fist away but if you're just broaching the anal area and you're not quite sure if your partner's into it and you know to to what extent one little finger and give it, put it in the butt, and then give like a come hither motion. Yes, so I think like, I did that. Come hither. And that is where the G spot is. It almost feels like a little sponge. And that is uh, what absolutely. Okay, okay well, do you, it, I'm sure a finger up his ass he was enjoying, anyways. The come hither motion, I feel just elevates the experience. And and that's only my that's only my personal experience. I know men are like our souls they're all different so that's just something that i'm really proud of you for trying that and i oh, really did he, did he enjoy it like did he yeah. give you like a face of violation like what are you doing no did go with it he went with it and then i said after i was like did you like it and he was like yeah one well, definitely so i was like and is that great. something he's had done before or did you just I completely ass- pop his anal cherry i mean i'm i assume so this guy was like a, like a tomcat in the bedroom so I assume that he probably has had that before. Okay, so he's very open to those things. And... Yeah, and we're going on like a sec- we're going on a second date at some point, which is good. Um, but yeah, I mean, like it was it was weird because like what's so interesting about girls, and this is something that I think that is a universal thing. You go on these dates and you don't like. I never expect to 
have sex with anyone. I just go and just be like, okay, whatever. And I'm very much like, whatever happens, happens. But there's always a part of me that's like, oh no, we're not going to have sex until the third date. I'm going to make you wait. But, and as soon as you do it, and also I'm very much like, I'm like, if you want to do it, just fucking do it. Like, it's not a big deal. Um, But you, there is always that part of you that tries to like, quote unquote, tries to stop them and be like, oh no, because you want them, you obviously don't want them to think they're a big old hoe which I am, <laughs> but, <laughs> um, but no matter what situation you're in, even though I'm pretty open and very relaxed and I'm like, just do it, do it. Because if he could ghost you at any time, it doesn't matter when you're going to have sex with him. There is still the part of me that goes, oh shit, maybe I shouldn't have had sex with him. And there was like, as soon as we'd finished, we finished and we were like lying in bed, I was like, oh, and then I spoke and I spoke to him about it because it bothered me. And I was like, you know, I was like, obviously girls always think, oh, you know, maybe we shouldn't have done it because you're not going to see me. And he then said something which I thought was so great because it was like, he basically was like, I don't think it matters. He was like, if you're attracted to someone, you're attracted to someone. He was like, I want to see you again. So there's, it's really not like a problem. And I was like, see, that's what girls I need. really appreciate that confirmation because it's, I understand with, you know, there are definitely certain situations where I would advocate waiting a while, potentially if you're not sure about that person and you just want to be, you know, steadfast in your like committing to sleep with him. But for the most part, if the connection is there, the connection is going to remain whether or not you sleep with somebody anyway. Exactly. And if somebody loses respect for you because you sleep with them too soon, that I'm sorry, that's not your person. You know, exactly. I put my hands up and said I've slept with people like very early on and I've remained in long term relationships with them. It really doesn't matter. Exactly. Um, and also, you know, it was obvious that it was good like we both said it was so if you're someone that then doesn't want to do that again what's wrong with you like he, i'm not saying that he is like that but i'm just saying like hypothetically because it's like if you're having like if you have like you said like a really great like chemistry and like connection with someone why would you not want to do it again that's what always baffles me because when i've like time you know maybe not one night stands and things like that but definitely like you know we had a ghosting story of like this girl that had like three dates and then had sex with that guy and it's like, I ne- that's why I've never understood because if it's really good, why do you not want to do it again? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe they and I suppose it all depends on what people are looking for. Equally, I've waited for months mm. before sleeping with somebody and that's also been fine. It's just a case of gauging the person. Every situation is different. But I'm really happy to hear that, Fiona. I'm really happy yeah. to hear that you had an awesome shag. It's music it's awesome. to my ears. Anyway, how are you? Other end of the spectrum, tell me. <laughs> My vagina is like a Sahara Close Desert. Uh, do you know what, Fiona? After last week, clearly had no intention of coming onto the podcast and crying. But you know, I feel like I really needed so that, and I needed to kind of get put that out there in order for me to make a little bit of a plan, which is exactly what I needed. So after I was off the podcast to you, um, I made uh, dinner for my boyfriend and we had a glass of wine and I could feel the 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 reluctancy starting to creep in and I was like I'm not going to say anything you know what it's fine I'll work on this by myself I'm, and then you know then something happened and he kind of talked I think it might have been work and I was like saying I feel stressed and I feel like I'm running out of steam and then I was like 
And additionally, I kind of feel like that when it comes to my sexuality at the minute. And he was like, right, okay. And then obviously that was it. I put it out there and I kind of, I wouldn't say I let it all gush forth, but it was little bits, feeding little bits. And the more I said, the more I felt comfortable elaborating upon. And as expected, he was pure fucking joy. He is a dream he, he is the wet dream of boyfriends, right? And he was like, right, what can we do? How can I help? Um, And he said, you know what, Laura? I love you and I know that you love me. So there's not even an ounce of me that's thinking, is it me? Is she falling out of love with me? Is she not attracted to me? You know, I'm not taking any of this personally. So tell me what exactly it is, like no holes barred. So we talked about it. I talked about how I felt disconnected. Um, like we've often spoke, women need to feel connected throughout the day. So whether that's putting the washing on, helping your partner with your, you know, around the house or with the kids, we obviously don't have that side to our relationship because we don't have children. Um, and he does so much around the home. It's not about that. Fiona, I really kind of put my finger on the issue which was we haven't seen each other he works such a hectic job and we hadn't gone to bed together or woken up together in nearly two weeks because of a shift pattern um we we, we were we were like ships in the night and I realized that we just didn't even have that connection um like that basic human connection, if that makes sense. So we made, we discussed it and we said we'd make more of an effort, concerted effort to actually spend proper time together that's not rushed. So we went out for a date night on Thursday and the next day we were lying in bed and you're talking about the kiss with that guy, like it was an awesome kiss. And we had one of those kisses that was just fucking wonderful and like, so full of love and passion and caring and things like that and then naturally that led on to a really good shag um and I think in hindsight I've been rushing sex so much that it's kind of become an inconvenience to me um so it's really helped I'm obviously not there yet but I'm trying to make a plan um and a friend, after listening to our last podcast, sent me a message and said she has the same thing with her partner. He's perfect. And she actually brought up the fact that her previous ex-boyfriend, they had really passionate, crazy sex because she felt like that was the only thing gelling them together. They had such a volatile relationship outside of the bedroom that the sex was the way to prove that like she was the one. Her being really sexy and horny and all the passion was the only true gel in their relationship because everything else fell by the wayside and that really resonated with me because I've had like crazy sex with ex-partners because the rest of the relationship is lacking and now that I found somebody where everything is just fucking wonderful it has definitely played havoc with my libido and that's fine I'm I think it's just that the importance is being cognizant of the fact and making a plan instead of getting two years down the line and be like, I've got actually no attract attraction for you anymore. And that's what I absolutely don't want. It's also made me realise, Fiona, that I have acted in the past in a way that I'm not proud of. And I'm not being too hard on myself. I just wasn't aware. So with my ex, when he went through a real lull with his libido 
Fiona, I was so upset. I, I mean, and that's understandably so. I felt rejected. I felt frustrated. I felt so like my horny needs were not being met. And I considered like, you know, cheating and stuff like that. I never did it, but it's something that I definitely toyed with. And I put so much pressure on my ex and I give him such a hard fucking time. And I kind of made it all about me in my own selfish, egocentric way because I was the focus of my problem. And I now I'm looking back on that and thinking I really handled that poorly. And I didn't actually really think about him and what was going on in his head because nobody wants to feel deprived of sexual desire, right? Nobody chooses that. And I look back on that and think I'm really kind of like ashamed of how I handled it. And, you know, a lot of, a lot of the time we have to experience things ourselves to appreciate what somebody else is going through. And I actually wanted to, to message my ex and just apologize. I didn't in the end because I just thought it was inappropriate and unnecessary but like a part of me felt like my heart was like a little bit sore for what he went through and how I handled it. I'm also not diminishing my own frustration at the time because I was feeling so incredibly lonely and cut off in my own relationship. Do you know what I mean? I just kind of... I completely, completely understand because I also, whilst you were saying that, thought of how I handled my ex, not my most recent ex, my other ex, because he had a very low libido and I was very selfish about it and just kept saying, is it me? And it's like, and it just couldn't understand why. Like, surely what's wrong with you? Why are you not a red hot blooded, hot blooded man? Yeah. And actually. And that's quite a cruel thing to insinuate. And I I used to do it with my ex and be like, such and such is having sex 50 times a day. And and it's like somebody saying to me, oh, have you not seen you know, Simon's girlfriend, how lovely and toned and thin and successful she is. Why can't you do that? Like, it's so hurtful. Mm. So, Fiona, would you agree that if our listeners are going through something like this, whether they're the person that ex- is experiencing low libido or in your, you're in a relationship with somebody that's experiencing it, please have an open conversation. Take the sexual stigma out of it. And actually, because it's not just the sex, it comes to issues, personal issues. It comes to quite often life frustrations, life woes and you really do need to scratch well below the surface to ascertain the baseline cause. Yes, there are variables and we're going to talk about those. Fiona's got a lot of tips that she um that she's going to share um upon the the advice of her like amazing friend Joe. But there are definitely things that you can talk about within the confines of your relationship that need to be addressed in order to make a little bit of an action plan. Um don't get frustrated the way I've done and so has Fiona and say things that are really detrimental and hurtful Fiona tell us what we can do anybody that's listening what is something that would be helpful when whether it comes to nutrition or fitness or life or health how can we positively bolster the horn so I have got a few tips. I reached out to a couple of PTs and nutritionists. So for those of you that came back to me, thank you so much. There was one PT that didn't come back to me. So thanks for nothing. Um, 
Fuck him. I know. I thought he was hot and now he's not. Do you know when someone does, yeah. I like thought he was really hot. I mean, that's not why I messaged him, but like it was. But, um, and then he never replied and I was like, well, you're not hot anymore. <laughs> I don't Fair like enough. you. <laughs> well, do you know what? But, we've got plenty, we've got plenty, got plenty so of many. info. So, so just to talk about, um, I think let's do women first because I've got tips for men as well, which is something, because I know we have, we also have male listeners. Um, so it's important not to, discount them but also I think this is really important for our for if you are someone that has a partner um you know like Laura and I have had where whose libido is not as strong um I think it's really important for us to also know what men can do to help themselves as well because I feel like if I'd known this information I'll you know I probably I don't know maybe would have like broached this differently anyway so my incredible friend Jo Farah, um, she's a PT and she's super knowledgeable about women's health. Um, and I think that's super important. And I've mentioned her before, why she's such a good PT for women in particular. It's because she really understands women's bodies and how our brains function. So in terms of like general libido, so you're, so this is, you know, this is obviously something like a tip that you can do, Laura. So of course, like the regular, like this is very normal kind of tips that you'll find, which is regular exercise, including lifting weights, because it's been proven to increase sex drive for females. And that is because, and this is also something that I um I found later, um, actually it was like a men's tip, but it works for both women. Uh, endurance training actually lowers sexual libido. So this is like marathon running, um, you know really long uh series of exercises um not hit workouts this is like a, if you're exercising for a long time it's because it puts stress on your body which raises our cortisol levels which is our stress hormone and stress obviously is the number one killer of sex so that's not to say that if you're training for a marathon you can't train for a marathon but if you are someone that like you know does a lot of endurance training and is noticing that your sex drive is is decreasing then that is a problem that's obviously you know you can probably note down that that's probably what's contributing equally if you're someone that doesn't do any exercise and doesn't live a balanced healthy lifestyle and you're noticing a drop in your libido that is also something that can be that you can do to help increase so definitely lifting weights and the lifting weights specifically for uh for women i think she hasn't explained it but she did kind of like we had a chat about it for men, for example, um, strength training, their back muscles, it's a huge muscle group. So obviously as we're working your entire body, also like this is just like a, a training tip. Your back muscles and your traps are the most, um, they're the best ones for fat burning because they're such a huge muscle group. So you're working your entire body. It's just a really good tip. But, you know, with weightlifting, you're increasing testosterone hormones. So of course, then that comes with libido. It will increase your energy, increase your mood, increase your sex drive. It will manage the stress. You know what we always used to do, Laura, which was we used to go to the gym before work and then we would leave the gym and be so much happier. I went to the gym this morning and I've already found myself in a much better mood. And me and my friend always say this, if you go to the gym in the morning, even if the day is shit, you've accomplished something. And things like that for women, because those are all just like general tips that you know will help increase. Women, we have sex with our minds, not our bodies. I had um, 
I think it was a while ago like I I thought that I just used my vibrator too much but like when I was like having sex I could not orgasm and it was all because I was in my mind and for women like kind of what we've said before like you said we have to make connections throughout the day it's all about are you getting enough sleep are you managing your stress are you meditating are you journaling yoga has also been um proven to help sex drive so regular yoga and I think it's all about basically centering yourself and making sure that your mind is engaged so these are and also I think another thing like Laura Laura has said before if we are feeling emotionally secure we and that's emotionally secure that doesn't mean to say romantically emotionally secure can be within our lives am I emotionally secure at work am I emotionally secure in my family with my friends with what I'm trying to achieve in life all these things specifically for women have to be balanced for us to feel like we want to get it on basically Mm -hmm. so and that's really interesting advice from Joe actually and it pretty much aligns with um what lisa suggested so lisa mcfarland um i dropped her a message actually about advice on what i should do because i was really nervous about how to broach this conversation and she kind of gave me a few pointers and a few things that i'd like to share um was she recommended a book that both fiona and i are going to read and the book is called come as you are um and this is all about sexuality and things like that um, she is completely in agreement with Joe about um, meditating and really reconnecting with your sexuality. For women, sexuality and kind of spirituality are very linked. So if you're in touch with your, if you're out of touch with yourself as a person, then chances are your sexuality is going to be lagging as well. And she suggested like a series of affirmations um, and things like that about reasserting the fact that I am a sexual being the fact that I am sexy the fact that I have sexual desires and needs and really enjoy sex which I always have done before and she also recommended a supplement um and I'm going to get it this weekend it's called maca m-a-c-a yeah, I'm not I sure if that. you've it's heard really of that delicious. so I am going to get that as well and all these tips Fiona are brilliant and I'm really happy to share them with people I think for me Uh, you know a major part of all of this is just the reconnection um like you said women have sex with our minds and not our bodies so if I'm not seeing my partner for what feels like days and weeks on end where where is the connection I've also realized that I've kind of let something slip in myself like I'm not even making an effort to be sexy and that's that's something that I have to address I am going to invest in a vibrator just because I think that that will maybe spark something. Um, and we had our, on Instagram, quite a few people made some excellent suggestions. So I think I'm going to go for something a little bit, you know, smaller, not so petrifying, like the freaking rampant rabbit that I used to have back in the day that was like a fucking helicopter taken off. So um, I will update everybody. Fiona and I are going to read this book and I think we'll both benefit from it. We will share any of the wisdom and knowledge that we have, um, that we have garnered and we would be delighted to share it with you but thank for every thanks for everybody that's like taking the time to share those things I wasn't on trying to like host my own pity party in fact I was really embarrassed the oh it's our last podcast was the only podcast that I've never been able to listen to back on I 
love listening back to our podcasts. I actually really enjoy it. But that's one that I was like, oh my God, I can't listen. Like, I don't want to hear myself cry. Um, I think that's so wonderful. And I think that we have, we always say it, if we, vulnerability is like, is the most wonderful thing because only when you are vulnerable, you are your most, how am I saying this? You are yourself the most, like, and it's good to be vulnerable because then you are being true to yourself. If you are like keeping it in, or you don't want to cry, like that's not good because you are upset and you have to like, this is why I always say with people, like if you're feeling an emotion, just feel it. If you're angry, Mm -hmm. sad, happy, whatever it is, just feel those emotions. It doesn't make you an over-emotional person. Doesn't make you annoying. It just makes you a person. I think I was just so acutely aware of the fact that it was linked to another person who I care yeah, about deeply, course. and I just felt like potentially I was like betraying a confidence. Um, but in actuality, it's not about him. It's about me. And you know, yes, he's very much tied tied up in the essence of it all. But but it is about me. I wasn't on saying. I don't fancy him so that's why I'm feeling like this or he does that which makes me feel like this um and if you find the right partner I cannot explain to you the relief I felt in him putting down his wee knife and fork and being like right what can I do how can I help and how can we make this work um and I really admired that maturity because from my own personal experience I would have been like and I was ashamed to say well what the fuck is wrong with me like why do you not feel that way oh my god why would you not want to have sex with me what's wrong with you and I think it probably highlighted how abominably I acted in the past and anyways I could throttle myself but But, we live and we learn Fiona we live and we learn just also you have to think about it like this Laura like when you so the feet because the our biggest sex organ for females is our brain so when we have an orgasm with someone that we have a intense connection with and we care about and we love that orgasm because it is connected to our brain is five times more intense than the orgasm that I had on the weekend so actually you know yes you're not having as much sex but when you are and you do orgasm that orgasm is way more intense yeah of course don't get me wrong like I'm sure you can find someone that's like got really good skills off the street and you're going to have an orgasm but because us as women we need to feel connected we need to feel emotionally safe we need to feel secure when we have all these things in place our orgasms and how we're feeling is much better so in that sense that's that's a really good like silver lining and also just one quick tip before I move on to the men just in terms of diet as well what Joe has recommended is sticking to a Mediterranean diet so that is obviously extremely colorful diet it's very balanced it's more kind of fish based um and I also think there's a lot of like healthy fats in there olive oil all these things that help with women's uh women's support for our gut, I also think that gut health is such an important one because mm-hmm. gut is linked to your brain as well. So if your bowels are moving correctly, your whole mine body see- mine are like totally stalling. And I, 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 the gut thing, um, 
you know, forgive the pun, but I really felt it in my gut that I needed to address of my course. gut issues because I just feel so sluggish. And I'm like, oh my God, I haven't been to the bathroom in days. That what? does not make you don't for want... the horn. No. You don't want to have sex if you know you need to poo, you feel bunged up. I would also really recommend something that I've been doing, um, which is actually nothing to do with libido because I have the sex drive of a 13-year-old. Not even a 13-year-old, <laughs> fuck it. Yeah, That's I mean, weird. like, when... like I a 17-year-old. A 17-year-old boy. But um, what I've been doing, because my skin... So I said this before, I had the IUD marina coil and my skin just went absolutely out of control it was horrific i didn't want to leave the house it was horrendous i had the coil taken out and i've had it now this is my second month of having it off and i've been researching things to help with my skin and i've been like like i've just been on a mission to help my skin and i found this girl i'm gonna tag i'll link her in the show notes by the way i'm gonna link everything in the show notes this week so anything we mentioned just please do like um she's called kenzie burke and she talks about food combining which is actually something that you should look into laura i'll send it to you because if you've got bowel issues she actually recommends a plant-based diet but she said that she's not opposed to people eating protein like meat protein but it's just the way you eat protein has to be done in a food combining way so food combining is basically um being conscious of how you're eating specifically for digestion so she recommends first thing in the morning to drink lemon water and fruit with on an empty stomach because if the first if you think about it the first thing that you're putting into your mouth is like bread or a cereal or something sugary caffeine think what that's doing to your empty gut but if you're putting natural high vitamins high antioxidant food into your stomach first and then let your digestion build throughout the day um it basically is. And honestly, my skin has transformed. My skin, yeah, how I feel, I've face. lost weight, like all this stuff. And I really, I really believe in it. It's quite difficult to like, I mean, don't get me wrong, on the weekend, like I, I had a drink and like I, I had bacon and whatever. But like, I think that 80, 20 of the time doing that, if you are feeling in a certain way, like Laura is, if she's feeling sluggish, um, that's something you can do. Right. Um, I'm just going to move on quickly to the men's, which I found super interesting because obviously we as girls we will only look into what is good for us but actually i think it's really really important for us to know what it is for men because like laura and i've both been in the situation where we could have done better with our exes so um i've got some tips from dylan who is a client of mine actually at bear dxb bear is like a functional fitness um fitness hub in dubai i'll link it it is so much fun it's such a great workout honestly i burn the most calories when i go to bed and it is honestly it's like a party it's so much fun so dylan who's one of the owners has said that for men anything that's testosterone boosting training so this is typically high strength training for the big muscle groups which is things like squats quads uh back muscles um, which is the posterior chain, yeah, heavy legs, back workout, other types of training can lower sex drive. So this is what he was talking about. Endurance training in- increases cortisol levels, like I said before. But both for both sexes, by confidence boosting, boost sex drive. So anything that's going to boost your confidence, which of course is linked to getting fit and healthy, feeling good in yourself. And that's actually something that Joe said, sex for women is all about confidence. Like on the weekend, I behaved like an absolute fucking porn star because I was so confident because I feel so much better in myself. I'm tanned. I've lost a bit of weight. I mean, I'd had three drinks, but whatever. Like I was like, <laughs> I was literally like Jenna Jameson on the weekend. Um, 
So if you are in a calorie deficit, make sure that it's a healthy, balanced diet so that you're not stressing your body. Anything that stresses your body will lower your sex drive. And then we've got Michael Soul. He owns The Den, also an awesome functional training gym in Dubai. And Michael also has a podcast. Um, so I'll link his podcast. And if you are interested in fitness podcasts, he's honestly super knowledgeable. He, again, the I, why, why I wanted to go to a couple of PTs because I wanted to see if the um, recommendations were all the same or some were giving different. It's pretty much very similar for Joe's, Michael's and Dylan's everyone is saying strength training weights. So if you want to get a PT, I would suggest getting a PT because if you don't know how to go, like you don't know how to do certain exercises, really, really helpful. So what Michael said, which is really, really interesting, is that there's a growing trend in the fitness community, like CrossFit and groups of fitness people that they think is quote unquote cool to ruin yourself in the day for it to be a good workout, but actually it has a negative effect on your libido. So if you're like pushing yourself hard and you're like dead at the end of the day, you're not gonna wanna have sex. So even though we're really recommending exercise, it's also like everything in life, balance it out. Don't completely fuck yourself up. Um, so that was basically one of his main, um, main tips and specifically for men eating a sufficient amount of calories to ensure your hormonal health is in check. Mm -hmm. which will obviously lead into your how desired you are so don't fall into That's a victim of fad and if i'd have known i was going to say if i'd have known that with my ex i'm going to be honest with you and i don't know how much of a different that difference that would have made i sort of feel like me making these suggestions about like health and fitness probably would have went down like a lead balloon but i think it's very important to be aware of them um with my ex something that i'm just going to put it out there I felt like really didn't help was um alcohol and obviously when people drink um it doesn't work the same way and that's you know par for the course of all being there but for me it was the resulting hangover and low mood and when you get a bit older hangovers go into two and three days right um that really didn't help matters and I cannot convey how stress is such a sex killer especially in men men that especially men who are go-getters extremely successful wealthy ceos top dogs when work isn't going a certain way or they've got work stress financial stress you name it that impacts their sex life so much so we cannot convey with enough importance how um crucial it is to have very open-ended conversations with removing the stigma of things to make it kind of normalize it and if your partner or you are still experiencing issues then you know what if you can go and pay, pay money to hire a PT, if you can go and pay money to hire a nutritionist or a life coach, you can go and pay somebody to help you with your sex, sex issues. Sex therapy is now one of the most increasingly popular therapies because finally people are breaking the taboo and breaking the stigma and actually going to speak to somebody about it. The same way you go and speak to somebody about your low moods, your depression, the fact that you want to be fitter and, and thinner and all those things. So yeah, removing the stigma is so important. But Fiona, those tips on the exercise I'm going to use those myself like I feel like they would really help me 
get I my fucking would. fat ass out of bed in the morning to actually go and do things to actively promote and feed into your really really healthy sex drive yeah and i also think that it's like one of those chicken and egg situations because once you do have sex it lowers stress and to have sex you need to have low stress so it's like a cycle so it's like if you're feeling stressed having sex will alleviate that and then once you've had the sex you're going to be less stressed and probably want to do it again so it's like you know it's 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 kind of like a cycle now i do have something actually that i ordered i haven't tried this yet (laughs) i love this kind of freaked me out that's why i haven't used it so i don't know who i'm gonna use it on <laughs> pick of the bunch at the moment um so laura sent me this link um it's on love honey to this basically female viagra it's called vishagra <laughs> vishagra, vishagra. and it's basically a female viagra and the reason so i was like oh yeah definitely gonna try i'm definitely gonna try it and i don't know so i've got it and i don't know why but this really made me feel sick and it's weird because i love oysters like i don't but it's the way that it's been written so what's in this is oyster meat extract and that really put me off caffeine amino acid herbal extract and a natural guriana i don't know what that is but anyway i looked into it and obviously it is well it's all natural it's got like ginseng it's basically like i don't know anyway i looked at the reviews we both looked at the reviews actually and there's a few like some have been like so basically you're supposed to take it 30 minutes before you're gonna have sex uh and then a lot of people have said oh it was really good i I was literally like a teenager i couldn't stop shagging and others were like i shouldn't feel a thing um, so apparently also it works if you already have a, be- a better sex drive. So Laura, if you took this at the moment, I don't know if it would like do anything to you. You'd probably maybe be more awake because of the caffeine. I don't know. But apparently it's it's better if you have a normal to high sex drive to increase. That's basically what the reviews were saying. They were like, okay. I've got a really low sex drive. It didn't do anything to me. I'm like, oh, my sex drive is really normal, but it is. She sent me to the stars. So I'm re- I do want to try it, but it's just, it's in a really creepy, like pink and black packaging. It like, the the oyster meat stressed me out a little bit. I, I as I was perusing the reviews and um sending you the link suggesting that we be both order it, I, I finally understood the kind of, the weird creepiness that men must feel around Viagra. It felt like just a little bit seedy and weird. The fact that I was sending one of my best friends, Lady Viagra, it just felt very odd. Um, And I can definitely understand why men feel reluctant to divulge that to their partners. But I am going to try it. And here's the thing. I'm not too worried about, I'm not having to resort to taking Lady Viagra. Like I know it's one of those lulls and I can even feel myself like getting there slowly but surely. But I'm going to try it, see how it goes. There was a lot of talk about how wet people were, which I don't really have an issue with. No, me neither. I don't know if it's just going to make me exceptionally sloppy. Gosh, gosh. <laughs> just like slopping around the bedroom <laughs> like a soon, splash. <laughs> but um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it a bash. I will try anything at this stage. And also, Fiona, like... Paddling your man's up in bed now, right? He's up in bed. He's just come off a night shift. So God love him. He will be exhausted. But I'm just going to go up there and have sex with him. And I'm actually enjoying the prospect of that. Because I'm not having to rush 
anywhere. Mm -hmm. I'm not having to like, I'm not stressing about getting back to an email that I haven't answered and things like that. So I'm actually already starting to feel myself lighten. And I feel like there was just such a load on my shoulders that I felt like I was so entirely keeping to myself. And that I'm just, I'm just cannot stress enough the importance of actually talking about things. Communication, relationships is key at the best of times. And I feel like people are so reluctant to t- talk about sex issues because, well, let's be honest, it's a bit tricky. It's a bit dicey. It's very personal um, and can mm. really cut people to the core. So already I do feel better, but I am going to get on the Vaishagra. Well, I do want to try it. I don't know who I'm going to try it with, but let's see. But Would what? you not try it with your man and actually... Who's my man? The photographer. Oh, he's not my man. That's a very Irish thing I just said. Okay, fine. To say your man, your woman, your one, your doll, your this, your that. It's just that person. Okay. I mean, yeah. I mean, maybe. Let's see. I don't want to like freak him out and be like, hey, I want to try women's Viagra like on the second day. I don't know. Maybe you don't have to it. tell him. Um, no, I'm not going to like, I no, I don't think I could take something and then not, I not tell. I'm too, maybe I'm too honest. But you know, just really quickly, because we're about to finish, but what I wanted to end on is that Laura, I did watch Sex Life. Yes, tell me what you thought. So Sex Life is a Netflix uh, series that Laura mentioned last week. And I then, I hadn't watched it at the time and I went and watched it and I binged it like fucking crazy. And I don't know whether that's what basically made me turn into some kind of like horny bastard because there's a lot of like very awesome sex scenes in it. But what I found really interesting and I'm on the last episode, but the, I think it's episode seven the main character says to her husband who she is not having the great sex with and she's fantasizing about her ex-boyfriend who she had all the crazy sex with, like what your friend said. Um, She said, can you really have it all? Can you really have the stability and the security 80% of the time and 15% can you, which is the sex, can you really all have it in one relationship? And they were basically saying to each other that they do want to try because what she basically is missing is that insane sex, like Mm -hmm, what I had on my date, the passion. And it did raise the question, can you have it all? Can you have it all? You tell us. I mean, I I would love to know. Well, we have got thousands of listeners and we would love to hear. Can you have it all? Like, tell us your experiences, what you're going through at the minute. Are you having a lull? Are you experiencing the crazy passion, but the relationship side of thing is not where you'd like it to be? Have you, like... Tell us genuinely, have you, what has brought you out of a sex lull? Is there things that we can do that we can share with other people? Because we're all going through this shit at the minute. Every single one of us will go through it just at varying points in times. Can you have it all? Do you have it all? And what helps you maintain? Um, fuck, I am so damn interested for my myself personally. And I would love to disseminate this information and, and share. But Sex life I thought was an interesting one. I thought I was going to hate it. And yeah, you know, it's a bit over the top and stuff. But I find that I really connected to it because I felt like that woman and I are potentially going through similar things. Um, But I definitely, would you recommend people watch Sex Life, Fiona? What do you think? Absolutely. I thought it was, I mean, I'm, I don't mind watching a bit of trash. I, I actually think that it, maybe because I was watching it from like, podcast eyes but like I actually thought it raised quite a lot of really interesting issues because actually it wasn't unbelievable do you know what I mean like why I enjoyed it was because it's not an unbelievable storyline 
this happens every single day. A woman is trapped in an amazing marriage and the sex is depleted because they've had two children and she's fantasizing about her bad boy ex that she had all this amazing yeah. sex with. But it wasn't and you're the right, best Fiona, relationship. It's, it's not entirely inconceivable. It's it's things that we all we all go through. Admittedly, there are some things that definitely made me raise an eyebrow like that scene where he turned around in the shower and he had that. Oh my god, yeah. Rub. Apparently it's apparently it's a prosthetic though. Okay, I need to find out because I've heard that's real. Who knows? But who... Okay, it was spoiler alert, whatever. There's a there's this meme kind of trend floating around TikTok where you have to record yourself watching, I think it's like episode three, 20 minutes in or whatever, and people re- record their facial expressions. Yeah, I was like, oh! And he just turns around in the shower and he has the biggest knob... I have ever seen in my life and I just don't know how I feel about that like that's fucking massive there were also like things that obviously like are quite annoyingly unbelievable like he's like this super sexy like really rich guy and I'm like do you know what where's my fucking rich bad boy because I've gone out with all of them and they've all just like lived in like a box in like I don't know Hoxton or something so I just like I feel like that well, for me, I was just like, and he has like a rooftop pool and they like shag in the pool, and I was just like, oh for fuck's yeah, sake! Well, but the like the general of disbelief, yeah. yeah, you know the what general... those things, I I I can accept. Um, the massive knob, I was completely <clears throat> floored by. I didn't actually find it that sexy. I'm just putting that out there. I've never found massive knobs. All well, we've that had sexy. this conversation. Like but... I, yeah, I I don't like. I just I feel like on the weekend, uh, whenever it was, that I I can't remember when I went on a date with this guy his knob was perfect it was like the perfect size and you want that because I didn't go I didn't go home with a UTI and I didn't I didn't feel like hurt in any way mm-hmm. perfect. can we just talk about before we go how hot is the protagonist the woman in it like yeah, she's really hot she is such a divine specimen she I'm obsessed with her she's awesome so yeah but they're, go- life. they're going out in real life that is the hottest thing and apparently they're like such a good couple so the the, the the lady, the wife, and the bad boy ex are dating in real life, which I think is so cute. It's so cute. And I'm just like, I'm just like waiting for Cooper, who's the husband, to appear in my life. Because I'm like, I feel like that. I just he is that. like my, he is like my dream man. I think he's like, he has the whole package. He's kind of like the, the Mr. Darcy. He's like my dream man. Yeah, I'm waiting for him to appear in my life. That would be great. I'm going to manifest it. The other day, I actually um, manifested a piece of wood that my friend could do her (laughs) Irish dancing on. And we walked around the corner and there was uh, wood at the bottom of an entry that we potentially... I wouldn't say we stole it. I think it's at the bottom of an entry. You can just acquire that sort of shit. Police of Northern Ireland do not come looking for me. I love that. Anyway, if I can manifest had... a piece of wood for my friend to Irish dance on, I can also manifest, manifest. a fucking gorgeous all-rounder man Thank with you. a medium-sized, well-formed knob for you. Thank you. I can I also manifest it. my horn coming back into the room and shoving itself so far up my vagina that I basically don't stop. Well, I like that this week's Minge is uh, paddling pool Minge after taking the Viagra. Sloppy Minge. Sloppy Minge. (laughs) Paddling pool. Paddling pool pussy. Oh my God, that's disgusting. Paddling pool pussy. Oh my God. I want to go. I'm sorry. (laughs) Okay. All right. Well, we will chat to you next week. Um, We are doing more research topics for next week. Let's go.
Play button off the door. Get you Love later. Love you. Get you later.